May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be always acceptable to you, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. So, do you ever hear these gospel lessons and think, oh, I don't think so. I cannot do this. Love my enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless, pray, give. So we are talking about a woman who, when driving down 7th Avenue, started screaming and gesturing at the car in front of me who stopped for no apparent reason. So I'm really not sure that I am the best person to preach about this gospel lesson. I mean, this is a gospel lesson of love and blessings. And so it probably should have been assigned to somebody who's just a wee bit nicer than I am. So if anybody wants to come up and take over, raise your hand right now. Any takers? No. So I'm going to blame my bad temper uh, when driving on living in this time of COVID. Because it does seem that so many of us are just not as even-tempered as we used to be. In December, the New York Times ran a column by Jennifer Finney Boylan, who writes of the rising tide of rage and meanness in our COVID-weary world. How, she asks, do we respond to a world under stress? a culture in which the guardrails of so-called civility are just gone. The evidence of stress is everywhere. It's in airports and in the skies. You can find airline passengers who are angry about wearing masks, angry about the inspection of firearms in their carry-ons. Everyone's seemingly angry about just about everything. She goes on to talk about closer to home, that there is a growing online culture of heckling and taunting the vaccine skeptics who have become critically ill or have died from COVID. And their families are not left unscathed from this online wrath. So whether our tempers flare on the airplane or in driving a car or waiting on hold forever, to reach customer service, or waiting in lines. Everything has become personal. Rules and inconveniences, they've just been made to make our lives more difficult. We just seem to have lost our capability of living together in a communal way. Another writer said that we've become so focused on our rights or our freedoms that we have forgotten our responsibilities, our responsibilities to to one another, to society, and to God. Which brings us to today's gospel lesson. Do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you. So 100 years ago or so, Albert Schweitzer wrote that Jesus, or actually the early church, didn't really intend that we should be able to live like this or or follow these, these lessons. 
at least not for very long. Because Schweitzer wrote that the early church believed that Jesus was going to return pretty soon. Uh, and so these words were, they were just temporary. Somehow, I really don't think that Jesus saw his words as a, as a temporary fix or a short-term solution. I think Jesus meant exactly what he said. We are being called to live in a new and different way of life, one that's based on love and empathy and compassion. Jesus is showing us and was showing us how to walk in love, to practice mercy and compassion, responding to others with grace and with kindness instead of reacting with words or actions that that try to answer hurt for hurt. But I say to you that listen, and I'm listening, really I am, but I just don't know if I'm up to this. So I turn to my personal hero, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, for some wisdom and for some guidance. Archbishop Tutu rose to prominence as a voice for the people and for God during the time of apartheid in South Africa. He was a fearless advocate for justice. And it was in a time when it wasn't safe for a man of color to even live in that country, let alone step out of line or to speak up. And he preached and he taught the theology of Obuto. And Obuto is based on an African cultural worldview that emphasizes the unity and the connection of all of humanity. It's seeing and acknowledging the holy in one another. The lesson of Mbuto is best described as a saying or a proverb that is found in pretty much every African language. A person is a person through other persons. It's a way of seeing each other. I see you. You see me. My humanity recognizes your humanity. The concept of Mbuto speaks to that connection that we have with each other. And the fundamental lesson of it is that everything that we learn and experience in the world is it's through our relationships with other people. And as much as we would like to think so, nobody, nobody does it alone. We all have had help along the way. And we all need help at times. Archbishop Tutu's theology of Obuto is rooted in the creation stories, the Imago Dei, our relationship between God and humanity. All of us created in the image of God. All children of the same God created in his image, created to live in relationship with each other. Obuto calls us to examine 
our actions and our thoughts, not just for what they will get us or achieve for us, but how those actions and thoughts impact others. At its simplest, the teachings of Bhutto are similar to the golden rule, do unto others as you would have done unto you. But Ubuntu takes it a step further, and it's not just how we treat one another, but it's how we live with one another, how we talk, and how we walk in the world. It's not just behaving. It's a way of being. One with Ubuntu is careful to walk in the world as one who recognizes the infinite worth of everyone that we meet, everyone we come in contact with. And as his children, we are called to love God and each other, as each one of us is an expression of God, whoever they are, wherever we find them. Tutu's vision of community mirrors Dr. Martin Luther King's beloved community, the interdependence of all of humanity, calling us to remember whatever our differences, we're still connected, all created in the image of God. So today's gospel lesson may be good news, but it's not easy news. And it wasn't easy for Archbishop Tutu or Dr. King. They both lived and taught and preached in a time that it wasn't always safe, it wasn't always easy, but they did it anyway. But I say to you that listen, we are being called to a new way of life. We're being called to remember that we are responsible to love one another to see the worth and the dignity in everyone we encounter. And yes, people will keep on behaving badly. There will be darkness and pain in the world. There will be annoying drivers or aggravating rules and behaviors. But we can choose how we respond. And there will be people who through their actions will hurt us, but their actions don't have to define us and we can look to one another for support and for love. Albert Schweitzer didn't really believe that the church could be expected to live up to Jesus' words, but it is, it is our goal. Today's gospel is not a diagram of how things work in the world or how things should work in the world, but it's a vision of how things work in the kingdom of God. Jesus is speaking of a new way of life, Umbuto, the beloved community, the kingdom of God. I see you, you see me, and it is good. <laughs>